Hey gorgeous, if you want success on your fertility journey, you've got to have the mindset for it. It's time to kick fear, negativity, doubt, shame, jealousy, and the whole clown car of low vibe fertility journey BS to the curb. I'm your host, Roseanne Austin, fertility mindset master, former prosecutor and recovering type A control freak perfectionist. I use the power of mindset to get pregnant naturally and have my baby boy at 43, despite years of fertility treatment failure. I help women across the globe beat the odds on their fertility journey just like I did. Get ready for a quick hit of confidence, joy, feminine badassery, and loads of hell yes for your fertility journey. It's time to get fearless, baby, fearlessly fertile. Let's do this. Welcome to the Fearlessly Fertile Podcast, episode 120, the current landscape of women's health with the amazing Dr. Christiane Northrup. Hey, loves. Holy shit. I am so excited about this week's episode. Let me share the inspiration behind this episode. I get questions from women around the world, whether it's on social media, from the ladies in my Fearlessly Fertile Method program, or from my VIP private coaching clients about the current state of women's health. Questions about global health crises, injections, supplements, and about a zillion other things. Having seen some crazy shit on my own fertility journey, I know why they ask me. But as I have said before, and I will say again, I am not a doctor, nor have I ever played one on TV. My doctorate is in jurisprudence, not medicine, diagnosis and treatment of medical conditions for those with that expertise. My piece of the fertility puzzle is mindset. Mind and body unquestionably work together. This is a fact. And I know to stay in my own lane. My days as a prosecutor taught me well. When you are not an expert on something, you find the very best experts in the world and you learn from them. I uphold that same standard for my ladies. Having been inundated with questions about the current landscape of women's health and fertility, I decided to talk to one of the best in the world. And when it comes to women's health, there is no other like Dr. Christiane Northrup. Dr. Northrup is a visionary leader in women's health and has been so for decades. Her New York Times bestselling books have touched the lives of millions around the world. She's a leading authority in the field of women's health and wellness, which includes the unity of mind, body, emotions, and spirit. Can you see why I love her? Internationally known for her empowering approach to women's health and wellness, Dr. Northrup teaches women how to thrive at every stage of life. A board-certified OBGYN physician, Dr. Northrup graduated from Dartmouth Medical School and completed her residency at Tufts New England Medical Center in Boston. She was also an assistant clinical professor of OBGYN at Maine Medical Center for 20 years. This is all probably obvious because you know Dr. Northrup, but I just want to share more about her because she has really been in this field for a very long time. And Dr. Northrup knows that the key to vibrant health on all levels is within us, our inner wisdom. She says, quote, when we find the connection between our thoughts, beliefs, physical health and life circumstances, we find that we are in the driver's seat of our lives and can make profound changes. Nothing is more exhilarating or empowering. Don't you love that? Dr. Northrup's work has been featured on Super Soul Sunday, on the OWN Network, the Oprah Winfrey Show, the Today Show, NBC Nightly News, The View, Rachel Ray, Good Morning America, 2020, The Dr. Oz Show, amongst many others. In 2013, Reader's Digest named her one of the 100 most trusted people in America. In 2016, she was named one of Oprah Winfrey's Super Soul 100, a group of leaders who are using their voices and talent to awaken humanity. In 2020, and again in this year, 2021, Watkins Magazine named Dr. Northrup on their Watkins Spiritual 100 list as one of their 100 most spiritually influential living people, which includes spiritual teachers, activists, authors, and thinkers that change the world. Dr. Northrup has spent her life as an advocate for women's health and wellness, first as a practicing OBGYN physician for 25 years, and now as an internationally respected writer and speaker. Her books have been translated into 30 languages. 
A multiple New York Times bestselling author, Dr. Northrup, put her own personal truth on paper in 1994 with the first edition of Women's Bodies, Women's Wisdom. That became a classic and quickly became a New York Times bestseller and has been the veritable Bible of women's health for nearly two decades. This book has been referred to on so many different occasions, and there's a new up-to-date for 2020 edition, which is absolutely incredible. And it's just amazing how her work continues to influence and, most importantly, endure. So as a business owner, physician, former surgeon, mother, writer, and speaker, and of course, grandmother, Dr. Northrup acknowledges our individual and collective capacity for growth, freedom, joy, and balance. When this amazing woman is not traveling and teaching, Dr. Northrup loves devoting her leisure time to dancing Argentine tango and playing the harp. You've got to check out her harp playing on Instagram. It's just so beautiful. She loves going to movies, staying fit and getting together with her daughters, friends, and boating and reading. She's just an amazing woman. What I love about Dr. Northrup is she walks the talk. This is why I'm so honored to share in her wisdom. Now, as with any guest on this podcast, what Dr. Northrup is sharing in this episode is her opinion. None of the information here is to be construed or misconstrued as medical advice. You all are to use your common sense critical thinking, and do your own research as any intelligent, discerning woman would. You will hear Dr. Northrup in this interview encourage you to do exactly that. As intelligent women, we must take personal responsibility for our own health. Doing our own critical thinking and research is an unquestionable part of that, as is taking in information from many different sources, not just feeding like sheep from what big pharma and corporate medicine loves to scare us with. The intelligence we hold as women isn't just about our brain. It's about what's in our heart and spirit. I love Dr. Northrup because she has encouraged women for fucking decades to celebrate and be empowered by exactly that. Dr. Northrup's love of women and their health is, well, fearless. Here is my conversation with the amazing Dr. Christiane Northrup. Dr. Northrup! (laughs) Is it okay if I just fangirl for just a second, please? Totally. Totally. (laughs) I barely could sleep last night because I was so excited to be with you. So it is such an honor. I am so delighted and I cannot wait to see what we create together. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you. You're a ray of sunshine. Yay. Oh, well, I love it. I love it. And, you know, so I could not think of a better person to be talking to my ladies and me and having a conversation about, you know, something that's really at the forefront of women's health right now. And before we get to that, I I thought it would be really interesting to start the discussion with you with regard to the power of the mind body connection, because my ladies are typically lovably type A control freaky professionals. Always. Yeah. Always. Always. They they put okay, let's see. Got my PhD, just got uh certified for real estate. Let's see, conceive a baby on Monday. All right. I'll put the due date in my book. I gotta get, get my mom's plane reservation. I know this group. Yeah. Yes, I know. And that's why I thought this is so perfect. And and uh God is good all the time, is what I say to myself. And And one of the things, you know, that women forget on this journey is we abdicate a lot of power to medicine. Oh, please. Oh, my God, please. Yeah. 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 And way, way too much, way too much. I mean, I don't ever go to the doctor. Like, why would I? I know what they're selling. (laughs) Well, and it's so funny because a lot of us, I know this was true for me when I was on my fertility journey. I was like, there's something wrong with me. Just fix me. Yes. It never, it never even crossed my mind that my thoughts, my beliefs, my connection to spirit, my connection to my purpose had anything to do with me getting pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I, I learned the hard way. I learned the hard way. And well, so-, so here's what I want to ask you. This is like crucial. All right. If I had told you, given who you were back then, if I had told you that you needed to look into your family history and what did your mother think of it? You know, give me the whole 
the whole genealogy. Who lost a baby when? Was there anybody who was raised as a sister or an aunt, even though that was their mother? If I had brought that up, what would you have said? I would have said, Dr. Northrop, I fucking love you, but you're crazy. There, that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I would have said. That's right. So so that's the razor's edge that we're on right now. Right. Which is, I have, I mean, in the 80s, before most of you were born, I had, I would have guys sitting in their trucks out in, in the office, you know, in the parking lot, their wives would come in and the guys would, she'd say, my husband thinks you're crackers. You know, it's like, well, okay, why are you here? So when someone's in that left hemisphere dominant, overeducated at Harvard and Yale, their attack surface for propaganda is endless. It's enormous. What haven't they built? Their inner knowing, their intuitive abilities, the stuff they had as children. I was listening to my beloved colleague, Dr. Lawrence Pilevsky, a pediatrician. I you love like him Larry? Too. Don't you love Larry? He's the best. So he did. He talked about how children learn like they're in their they're in their back brain, the reptilian brain and the frontal lobes do not come on until really seven when you get your secondary teeth. So he said a child will pick up a spoon or a watch. They don't need to know the name of it. They are learning about it, but they don't, you know, you know, those baby Einstein flashcards. It's like, don't do that. Don't do that. Let the kid play. Let the kid be out in nature. Let the child know about something by knowing it in an inner way. So there's three ways of knowing. One, what you absolutely know from your your gut, your experience, because you just know. Like you, okay, you walk into a room at night, you get a pit in your stomach. You know that someone's there. Okay, that's a way of knowing. The second way of knowing is you've studied it. I mean, you know, I know what I know about women's health, but I also went through medical school in a four-year residency in OBGYN and, you know, became board certified. I mean, so I learned a bunch of stuff, but I have to tell you, I was fully radicalized before I even went to med school because in my family, two of my family members signed out of the hospital against medical advice for when they were critically ill and, and did well at home. So I was, and my aunt and uncle were both medical doctors. So I saw the limitations before I even went to medical school. And I knew there was a missing piece. Plus I read everything about Edgar Casey and angels and past lives and all of that stuff. That was all my teenage years. So I go to med school and I just keep thinking, this is all good, but there's a missing piece, but there's a missing piece, but there's a missing piece. And that has been my career. So I would, the first thing I would do is listen to women's stories. Tell me what's going on in your life. It is the best diagnostic tool on the planet. Now what we have is a bunch of trained monkeys and all they do is check off a box on an iPad to see because it's got to match the CPT codes for what insurance is willing to pay. So the story, the narrative is the thing that is the first thing lost. And as uh, Dr. Pilevsky says, to do a history of physical diagnostic medicine, I, he said, I would love to teach that someday. Uh, that he, he talks about how he was brought up as a young pediatrician by pediatricians from the 40s and the 50s who knew what they were doing. Now, what is the practice of pediatrics? Giving 72 shots. You know, it's time for your shots. It's time for your shots. Now, because we're talking about fertility, let me just put it out there. If you get the, uh, the current thing, current shot, chances are very, very good that you'll never be able to get pregnant because it has um, 50 billion spike proteins in each shot and they cross-react with 28 different human tissues. And one of them is syncytin. And syncytin is absolutely necessary to create the placenta. 
So what we've seen is the, the miscarriage rate is up like 380%. Women are having abnormal bleeding. Uh, fertility clinics are reporting that if a man has had the shot, the sperm are no longer motile because there is a flagellin aspect. You know, the flagellates, is the, it's the tail of the sperm or the cilia in the fallopian tubes. And so it's very hard for people to believe this. Just like, you know, when I asked you, what would you have said? <laughs> so basically, you know, when you've got the, um, the head of every major so-called trusted source, CDC, FDA, NIH, uh, Dr. Fauci, when you've got, you know, him saying, oh, I would, if I had grandchildren, I'd definitely give it to them. Again, once more, I sound like I'm crackers. However, my career has been such that when people, here's the beautiful thing. The only people who come to me or did then when I had a practice, I don't do a practice one-on-one -on -one anymore, are the ones who are already suspecting that there's something else going on. And, and here's what I love. They do all the work. They do the dream journals. They do the uh, whatever it is. You know, they do the affirmations. I am a crystalline light being made from sound and frequency. And I, you know, in, made in the image of the divine. So I now command my body to, you know, whatever it is you want. Like we, we know that we have that kind of power, but it's not, it's not the put it in your calendar kind of power. Right. It's not that kind of power. That power, it comes often through weird stuff. The license plate of the car in front of you, uh, a little sign there, a bird, a specific bird flying in front of you, all of that. Here's the thing. You have to have faith in something greater than the intellect that was so beautifully programmed because that's the third way of knowing someone told you. So there's one gut instinct, two, you've studied it, three, someone told you. And as Larry said, that's the one you didn't really have to work for. That didn't involve going through all the aspects of your brain. It didn't involve uh, a breakup with a beloved, like, right? Someone can tell you, your mother can say, you're marrying the wrong guy, right? Right. But no, no, no. I love him to the, you know, uh, <laughs> my dad used to call me up and he was be so shocked that I was happy because I was still in the, you know, in the haze. And uh, so you can't, and you can't learn it until you're ready to learn it. And the fertility journey is such a journey for women because the, the uterus is in the second chakra, money, sex, and power. The only way to conceive is to receive. Oh my gosh. I teach that to my ladies all the time. I, I, I tell them, Dr. Northrop, I'm like, conceiving is all about receiving. You have to open yourself up metaphorically as well as physically every single way that there is every single way but let's talk about the power though all right so the at ovulation the egg comes out of the ovary and it's surrounded by what's called a cumulus oophorus which is very beautiful these little nurturing cells like handmaidens and then and this is interesting the sperm then surrounds the egg and you can see pictures of that. And the egg chooses the sperm that she wants. And this is another thing that's interesting. I just found this, I just found this out. Within all that, all the other sperm know, there are plasmids, little DNA plasmids from the environment in which the man has been. Those can get into the egg, which is why you do not want to have sex with a man who's on drugs and who's angry and who eats junk food and you just you just don't but the the egg chooses the sperm she puts out a signal by the way there's a chemical signal when the egg is comes out there's a chemical signal and the sperm swims to it so what i tell women is in their daily life, because, you know, many of us, I mean, starting in the 60s, in the 70s, my mother couldn't take a loan out in her own name. So let's be clear. We had to have the women's movement. We had to have all that stuff. We had right, to. Right. But you can't be like the sperm going after 
another sperm. No. So the way to be more like an egg, I want to give you some signals for being like an egg. First of all, we have pheromones that go out from our um, armpits, pubic area, all of those. There's this very specific pheromone that goes out. It's a sex attractant hormone that goes out at ovulation. Now, let's say that you've got some people listening who maybe aren't needing to get pregnant right now or perimenopause or whatever. You can buy the best sex attractant hormones ever from the Athena Institute. Uh, Winifred Cutler puts all the money into incredible women's health research. But you have the pheromone that goes out. Women report they can look like, you know, no makeup, hair pulled back, yoga clothes, and they just get a lot of male attention. Like, whoa, because we are mammals. The other way, so that's another signal. Come on in, come on in. And the other signal is eye contact. You see someone who looks really good, make eye contact. The magic number is 10 seconds. Now, I want women to practice this. 10 seconds will seem like an eternity. Women need to practice this because this is our superpower. We're all at this point, like you were a former prosecutor. You know, I mean, uh, I did surgical training. I, my male side is really well developed. I'm as good oh, as yeah. most any man, right? Yeah. <laughs> but what I had to learn is the receptive side. So making eye contact, learning Argentine tango was a turnaround for me because you had to just receive the lead of the man or the leader. You know, the leader could be a woman. Um, and that took me that took me a while. I mean, that just, uh, that was the hardest thing I've done. That was harder than med school until I felt comfortable enough and had a community where people knew me. And, you know, then I would be asked to dance. And that, in, if you go to Argentina, I'm sure they're not doing it now because of social distancing, which is a bunch of baloney. But anyway, what you do in a milonga is you do the, Mirada. And that's more what the man does. He's going around the room and then he makes eye contact with the person that he wants to dance with. That's called the cabaseo. Then she nods. So it's all done that way. And we need to practice this in our life. Another way to do it is to sit on Mother Earth, stand on the earth barefooted, go to the beach. You're receiving energy from the great mother that way. Yeah. So all these things are receiving, receiving, receiving. Put it now, put it in your calendar, like 15 minutes of receiving. I was doing a podcast with um, Amy Loftus and she said, and she talked about her career in Nashville as a singer songwriter when she was, you know, skinny in the black boots and all that, when she was, you know, she thought that she was a femme fatale. She said, until you can sit in a room for an hour and just be happy with yourself without necessarily being on your phone or surfing, that's what it's going to take. And, and until you can get there to just be good with yourself, that's how it's going to start. And it's amazing to me. Do you know how many times in my career, I just remember this so well, doctors would say to women, well, you're never going to be able to get pregnant. You know, they- Oh, I heard it. Yeah, you won't, yeah. you'll never be able to get pregnant. And I would think, God, what a stupid thing to say. And oh, and after we do a tubal ligation, you know, you roll the patient back to recovery and the doctor would say to the woman, now you're sterile. And I would think, oh my God, that is the worst possible thing because even if you've had a hysterectomy, you're never sterile. You're never sterile. Please, what a horrible word. Oh, so, yeah. That's, you know, what word I hate too is advanced maternal age or geriatric pregnancy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jerry, like, are you kidding? First of all, you know, and then, and then they put that down. And so it begins. Right. You're treated like that. Do you know what I tell women? Now, you have to do this in medicine, I know. But what I tell women is just don't ever give your age. Just don't give it. I don't want to know anyone's age. I don't want to know. The, I've been taking Pilates for 20 years. 
And I still don't know her age. And I don't want to know her age because for me, she's the age that she was when I started Pilates. And we co-author each other's biology. So you want to be around people who see you as fertile, as capable. And there have been so many studies done on that. Uh, Mario Martinez studied 700 healthy centenarians. Healthy. I mean, we're not talking doddering old people. And they were future-oriented. They live in subcultures of wellness. And they practice the causes of health, which are uh, elevated cognition, ecstatic emotions, and righteous anger. Yeah, exalted emotions. Yeah, elevated cognition, exalted emotions, righteous anger. There are others. The righteous anger is important because if you are holding resentment against somebody, your body will be awash in stress hormones, cortisol and epinephrine, and those will mess with your, with your um, steroid hormones, your estrogen, progesterone. Critical so, to conception. Absolutely critical to conception. The other thing you need to do is be very on point about the kind of soul that you want to bring in. Now, there's karma, obviously, and whoever you bring in, you know, you will have known forever and uh, they'll be your biggest teacher. And, and it's a free will universe. So you can go out and meditate with your, the man who's going to be the father of your baby. I, I like the word husband because I like for raising a child, the idea of a committed container, but I know that's not PC, but I also know that's what generally works the best, but everyone gets to decide. So, but just if, whether it's a sperm donor, whether it's whatever, because the sperm donor, you've still got all of his consciousness in there. You still got all of his ancestry in there. It's all in the DNA. So what you want to do is literally make it, even if you're doing donor insemination, whatever you're doing, uh, egg implantation, you've got to bring in the spirit of the child. And good psychics can always see, you know, little orb, little orbs around you. Oh, this is fun. And if you adopt the orb of the baby who's going to come to you is around you and the baby's biologic mother. So, you know, in a way, there aren't any mistakes. And, you know, you didn't fail. You get the children you were meant to have. Yeah. And, you know, and that's one of the things, Dr. Northrop, I'm so delighted that you shared that because one thing I always tell women from experience on my own journey is if you feel this in your soul, this is meant for you. This to being a mother is being, you know, it's meant for you. You got to go for it. Be open and and quit beating yourself up if it takes years. I mean, it took me seven years, but I wasn't leaving without my boy, Dr. Northrup. I was clear. <laughs> yes, because you had a contract. You had a soul contract and you knew it. That's the other way of knowing. You want to be a mother. And, and, you know, I don't have to tell you. When women, one of the worst self-betrayals that I have seen in women is they get pregnant with a guy who doesn't want children. Mm -hmm. And then they have an abortion because they want to stay with him. Let's be very clear. Here's what women have to do now. Yes, we have come, we have a lot of rights now. We have all of that. But we have to cherish this body, this temple. Janine Parvati Baker, years ago, wrote a book called Conscious Conception. It's an amazing book. Mm -hmm. And she said, when I was 16, I decided I was ready to have sex. But I would never have sex with anybody who I didn't want to have as a father of a child. That's discernment. You think? Yeah. 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 And she eventually had six children. So that is discernment. Yeah. yeah. And I think that we've got to get away from, as women, if we really want to tap into our power, our creativity, we need to get away from this uh, one night stand hookup culture. It is so destructive 
to women's souls. You try to talk yourself into it. Or, you know, my fave, the polyamorous community, where the only one who gets to decide where, when, and with whom is the dude leading the damn community. The women don't have that, you know, but they're just trying to please the, you know, the energy vampire who's at the head of the, the thing. I mean, I've just seen a lot of this from yoga communities and spiritual communities, you know, over the years. And we need women to stand in the true meaning of chastity, not puritanical judgment, not that stuff, not scarlet letter. No, sovereignty, sovereignty of their bodies. And that's where we really are right now in 2021, standing up for your right to breathe, standing up for bodily autonomy, standing up for you get to decide what gets injected into your body, that kind of thing. So if you're on a fertility journey right now, which many people are, I'm going to say the souls coming in now are going to be extraordinary because we are in a time of the great awakening where enormous light is pouring in, but a lot of people are leaving. And I don't know if you've seen that, but a lot of people, because they're not, that's just not their evolutionary path and that's fine. But a lot of people are leaving and the ones coming in, I like to refer to the, the ones coming in as golden DNA. And, and let me just say this now for anyone who might hear this at any given time, all that you've gone through to prepare your body for conception, all of the organic food, all of the meditation, all of the sitting on the earth, all of the blood tests, all of the whatever, do not, and listen to me now, do not let these doctors inject you with a DPT and a flu shot in the second trimester. These contain poisons. There's no reason for them to be in there. I don't know how that happened. Your doctors tell you you should you know, pay attention. Don't eat too much fish. Great, but let's have a little shot of uh, mercury in the thimerosal preservative of a flu shot. And then do not allow them to inject your baby with a hepatitis B vaccine, which contains 15 times the FDA-approved level of aluminum as a nanoparticle that is biopersistent and never leaves the brain and the body. So for all of you women who are doctors and lawyers and everything, please, 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 please do your research and do not just in big pharma we trust. They are all serial felons. Have a look at the track record. This is where I want you to, I want this uh, fierce mother bear energy to come rising up. You know, yeah. like the, to get to my kid, you're going to have to come drilling through my body. That's what I want. I want that part of motherhood to come roaring back. It's an instinct to protect your young and it has been watered down beyond belief. Oh, 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 okay. Oh, okay. I need to put a mask on my three-year-old. Oh, fine. Yeah. All day in school. But she cries and no, no, honey, you need to put that on instead of what I did with my granddaughters. I went to visit, we were in an aquarium and you know, the little ones are, well, okay, we need, I go take that thing off. Give it to me. Take that thing off. Yeah. You, you want to come up to me and tell me my grandkids need a mask on? You're going to deal with me, not them. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel the same way. Like I just, you know, it just seems, you know, we, there's so much fear. There's so much, it's just fear mongering everywhere. And I think that it's, it's caused people to kind of completely forget who they are. And as you so beautifully put the sovereignty. Yeah. That we have in our know, own bodies and our lives. And when you do it now, here's what's fun. Here's another example. So my little granddaughter's out on the playground and her little friend had a mask on. So my granddaughter comes over to her mom and says, mom, can I have my mask? Cause I want to be, you know, like the other kids. <laughs> my daughter goes, no, you can't. You're not, you're not going to do that. You need to breathe. So she goes back and the other little girl takes off her mask. So do you see, we need to be the ones standing as an example. Right. And when you are pregnant, unfortunately, because you, you know, we have books like 
what to expect when you're expecting, which is here are all the horrible things that could happen. So you this what to expect? Come on, that's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Right. Now, I expect, what do you expect? I expect that the power that came through me to conceive this baby, the power that is at this very moment making two eyes, two kidneys, a heart, lungs, that power in my body is creating a perfect baby. That's what I am expecting instead of all this other stuff. And then when you are pregnant, you need to stay away from all those people. And there, there are plenty. I don't, know, I don't know why this happens, but I've seen it with myself even, where every stranger feels like they can come up to you and give you a horror story about somebody's delivery. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. That's what you have to do. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, stay away from them. Just stay away from them. Did I, in fact, in, I want you to use this superpower called your imagination. And you just, okay, here's the affirmation for just walking around for all of your clients, which is, I am a glorious, highly fertile woman. Oh. I'm a glorious, highly fertile woman. That sounds yeah. so good coming from you. I just love that. I love that. And, you know, I think a lot of us, I mean, so so what should women be considering? Because with all of this information, at least out in the mainstream media, that, you know, if you don't get this shot, you're endangering all of these people and it's your social responsibility. Like, That's the biggest psyop on planet Earth. There is absolutely no science to support that. Uh, I would urge everyone to go over to my uh, Telegram channel where I just posted, I'd send you to the original source, but I don't know what it is, a Vimeo video of uh, Reiner Fulmick giving the, and he has just, of course, filed a huge lawsuit, Crimes Against Humanity. Um, what the media is doing, what the doctors are doing, what the researchers are doing, they're all crimes against humanity. This entire PSYOP rests on the PCR test. The PCR test was never designed for this. It can't tell you anything. I was and just studying about that. It's, it's yeah. mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing that they have been able to brainwash people that, that there is anything to be afraid of. There's nothing to be afraid of. There never was. Now, the shot, that you should be afraid of. Because we didn't, yeah, um, we got COVID so that people would get the shot, not the other way around. This was a highly planned thing. So what should women, like, let's say women have had one shot, like. Don't get the other one. Yeah. Don't get, and, and okay. How is it that in the original studies, they say, okay, Pfizer study, no man should get anyone pregnant for at least seven weeks. We don't know. No pregnant woman should ever be around around someone who's had the shot. That was what? December, January. And now OBGYNs are saying to women, get the shot. It's safer than getting COVID. Are you kidding me? COVID has a 99.9% .9 survival rate. And this is a there are so many safe cures. There have been from the beginning. Every single one of them has been censored. Okay, get your vitamin D up, 60 to 80 nanograms per liter or 150 millimoles if you're out of the U.S. Um, go to grassrootshealth.net. Get out in the sun. Ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, the frontline doctors. If you can't find someone to prescribe, prescribe that, they will get that for you. Now, this is completely unproven, but it is what I do every day because it feels good and I like it. Okay, so I've taken... Um, and there's good, there's some good intel on this. The rind of three organic grapefruit, the rind of three organic lemons, you put three inches of water over it, you simmer it for like three hours, whatever, with a glass top, you don't want a, the steam to come out, and then you cool it, and then you pour off the liquid, and I take two tablespoons twice a day, and that is the equivalent of hydroxychloroquine. Wow. Yeah, and that won't hurt anybody, do you see? Also, vitamin C, the most powerful antioxidant on the planet. So um, the other thing I would say, and I mean this as, as much as take uh, your prenatal vitamin, do not watch mainstream media. Toxic. 
It's made to program you. Television programming. I was listening to Navy SEAL Michael Jaco talking about being in a gym. You like I love Michael. him. Oh, I Michael. love him. Right. Anyway, so goes, yeah. And he goes, um, so I'm working out at a gym and I'm starting to feel really depressed and fearful. And he realized he was sort of watching CNN while he's on the treadmill. That is how powerful the frequency is. So you just stay away from that. You stay away from the fear point. Do not wear a mask. I mean, luckily those are coming off, but you know, I, the demons who are running this, I wouldn't be surprised if they come up with some other, you know, they'll tell you it's a, it's a toxic variant. No, the only variant is their form of propaganda. Definitely don't go near this shot if you're pregnant or want to get pregnant because it looks like it is transmitting a frequency. You can, if you take one of those EMF meters around someone who's had the shot, the thing will start to go off like, and then the magnets. So we know that they can control mice through magnetism and things they've injected into the mice. Well, you know, everyone's going around and the magnet sticks, not on everybody, but a lot of people. And when they feel that, they go, oh my God, what, you know, what have I just done? Um, I just read a study. There have been a thousand, a thousand shock proteins, they're called, identified in the shot. It's like these are contaminants. Never should have made it to market. Um, wow. And then, then yeah. they spin it. It's crazy. It's crazy. It is crazy. Well, and it's interesting to me, Dr. Northrup, because when you think about all these people who are waiting for years and years for experimental cancer treatments and they get denied, yet this that has not been approved by the FDA is experimental, is so upfront. They're just. Yeah. Yeah. And well, first, you know, think about it. We've had the whole vaccination narrative for decades. But it was in 1986, remember, that they let Congress, uh, let the uh, big pharma off the hook. Okay, put anything in there you want. You're not responsible for anything. There's no liability. None. How does that work? I mean, can you imagine? Okay, can you imagine buying a car where they have no liability? So you drive off the lot, the wheels fall off. Oh, well. Oh, well. <laughs> So, so people are going to, the cognitive dissonance around what's really going on is going to be quite crushing for a lot of people as it comes out. But let's remember, we are in an ascension cycle for humanity. Right. And those of us who choose to stay at this point are going to have, you know, I call it the golden DNA, you know, the, the people yeah. whose, whose children haven't had 70, 72 shots. Remember, it's a layered approach. So the people who are going to get the sickest are the ones who've had a flu shot every year. And by the way, getting a flu shot increases your risk of COVID by five times. This is all in the medical literature. I'm not making this up. And, but if I put it on social media, I would have my platform remote. That's what's so incredible because the the social media people, except for Telegram. Telegram apparently is owned by the Russians. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, you know, it's crazy to me that you would get any flack for this. Yeah. You, one of the most trusted people in the United States, 2013, one of the yep. top 100 most trusted people, been on Oprah like a zillion times. Yeah. Multiple New York Times bestsellers. Yeah. All of this credibility, you've dedicated your life to serving women, serving women's health, serving people, serving the planet. And now this is kooky. Yeah, now I'm one of the disinformation dozen. Um, and that's that group. I love them all. It's a great I know, group. me too. I love Dr. Yeah. Tenpenny and Tenpenny, you know, yep, Dr. Yep. Madej, Dr. Pilevsky. You guys are all killing yeah. it out there. Lee Barrett, you know, I'm, I'm going to be meeting uh, Lee and Carrie in, the, in South Dakota at the advanced medicine conference. So I'm, I'm thrilled to be able to hug them, you know, but the, they've become my friends. Oh. And uh, so we're part of the disinformation doesn't, but that is designated by the center for countering digital hate. But that I think Reiner Fulmick is going, they're going to have a lawsuit against them because they're, you know, they're deep state CIA, whatever. I mean, you know, we're, I mean, I have to laugh. Oh, you're yeah. targeting me really 
I'm responsible for 70% of the disinformation on the internet. I don't actually, I mean, really? Well, Uh, I mean, the data is out there, Dr. Nother. It's not like you're sitting at your home, like, like Dr. Evil, like making this stuff up. The VAERS system is reporting, I think now it's over 4,000 deaths. It is. It is. And that's only like, according to, isn't that Dr. Wakefield had said that that's like somewhere between 1%. 1%. 1%. And here's the other thing. It takes about four months for them to update the system. And a lot of doctors will not report it. So therefore, you're you're seeing probably 100 times that number of deaths. And now giving this to children, we're seeing uh, 15-year-olds dying of uh, myocarditis, inflammation of the heart muscle, increased blood clots. Well, you know, here, this is a funny one. Though only those who've had the shot will be able to fly. That's what, you know, they're saying for the future. Well, that means the only ones who are going to be able to fly are the ones who shouldn't fly because they're on an increased risk of blood clotting. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. Well, wow, Dr. Northrup, you've given us so much to think about. And bottom line, mind and body work together. Do your research. Don't be a sheep. Wake up trust yourself. Like there's something that you had said. I love this quote from you and, and everyone listening, go to Dr. Northrop's website. It's freaking amazing. You also have a beautiful gift. Uh, you have a beautiful recording that I listened to about receiving right on there that I just think is such an amazing blessing to everybody. But you had said true health is only possible when we understand the unity of our minds, emotions, spirits and physical bodies and stop striving for perfection. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know what? I started to really do that because I, I was listening to Scott Kesterson, which I, who I'd never heard of. uh, I love him. Right. And so he says, let's see, where is the quote? He said, uh, when you sing your frequency brings uh, the enemy down. So bring your frequency of your song to the enemy. So I thought, oh, I guess I got to start singing. So I would begin to sing on Facebook and uh, Instagram. I've seen you. It's so good. I hadn't sung for so long. The voice is just not there. And I realized, or I'd make a mistake with a note on the harp. And I go, so what? Like, so So what? what? So what? Just do it. So I can model that because I never would have done that in the past. Oh, no, no, I can't do that until it's a totally polished performance, you know, all that. And now it's like, no, you know, the other day, Dr. Tommy and I, we sang Stand By Me. We did a bi-coastal thing. And doing stuff like that actually increases your frequency and it increases your fertility because then more stuff from that level of vibration comes to you. So I don't want people walking around in fear, but be discerning, be discerning. And that first little hit you get about, "Mm, I'm not so sure. Don't talk yourself out of it. Call somebody and say, you know, I've had a feeling about, you know, this or so-and-so. What do you think? Call somebody because we are herd creatures. We need support. Like I don't expect any woman to listen to me. And then go out, you know, I am woman, hear me roar, I'm sovereign. And I'm, you know, (laughs) you can't do that. You need a group. You need at least one other person. The most therapeutic thing I have done all year long is have meetings in my home, meetings in other homes of like-minded people. And instantly you remember who you are. Oh, yeah. And then all the um, resources just kind of appear. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's why I was so committed to doing another retreat because I do online groups and I do a retreat and doing a retreat in Sun Valley, Idaho. And I'm like, I got to get these ladies together. Yes. Happens. It's huge. I mean, I, I'm shocked at the amount of travel that I'm doing. You know, I went to Tulsa, 5,000 people in a, in a Bible college, you know, I'm going to South Dakota and then down to Tampa out to Colorado Springs, you know, things that I, because aren't you noticing, and I want everyone to notice this, there's a soul family gathering 
there's a soul family gathering and the people who aren't afraid and are standing for their sovereignty are we're finding each other as we build this new earth so any child who decides to come in at this time is going to be a leader is going yes. to be yes oh yeah. my gosh that's so beautiful dr northrup and thank you so much for doing the honor of speaking to the fearlessly fertile community thank you for being you i love you so much and i'm i'm so grateful for you to be such a brave warrior for women. So thank you. Thank you very much. What a pleasure. Great. Wow, loves. Wasn't this conversation with Dr. Northrup just so thought-provoking, inspiring, and downright empowering? Critical thinking, asking questions, being available for diverse kinds of information, and ultimately trusting ourselves, what's in our hearts, and what we know in our souls to be true is what it means to be truly informed in our lives and on this journey. And if you love Dr. Northrop and want to learn more about her, her work, and all of the amazing things that she has to offer in the world, go to www.drnorthrop.com. And there's so many amazing things there. And the, the recording that she does on receiving, top notch. I just love it. So go and, you know, Dare to ask bigger questions this week. Ask yourself how you can be more empowered on this journey. Medicine is just one aspect of this journey, and you are the foundation. And if you're ready to start thinking, believing, and taking action like a woman who succeeds on this journey, my Fearlessly Fertile Method program is for women who intend to get pregnant in the next 12 months and say hell yes to covering their bases, mind, and body. I work with women who are committed to success. To apply for an interview for this program, go to my website, www.frommaybetobaby.com and apply for an interview there. My methodology has helped women around the world make their mom dreams come true. Their results speak for themselves. If you don't have a mindset for success on this journey, baby, you got a gaping hole in your strategy. Let's fix that shit and set you up for success. Till next time, change your mindset change your results. Love this episode of the Fearlessly Fertile podcast? Subscribe now and leave an awesome review. Remember, the desire in your heart to be a mom is there because it was meant for you. When it comes to your dreams, keep saying hell yes.